Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hello, hello, hello. It's Dan Day. Please give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Got some interesting day spa stuff up there. Plus my other sports and ramblings. We'll get to the day spot in just a few minutes. We'll also be getting to the Joe Rose Show. They're going to be talking football and basketball with Amy Trask. Dan Levitard Show. Not talking about, but kind of talking about Colin Kaepernick. Then Hawk and Crowder. Just simple craziness. Hawk and Crowder. Always fun in the afternoons from 3 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. And it's always fun when we dive into headlines. Tonight's Thursday night football matchup features the Steelers versus the Browns at 820. Miami hosts Buffalo Sunday at 1. Two college football games tonight. The first will see Buffalo take on Kent State at 7. Then North Carolina and Pitt do battle at 8. Miami plays FIU next Saturday at Marlins Park. The Panthers have named former goalie Roberto Luongo special advisor to the general manager. Florida is home tonight against the Jets at 7. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. New Heat team member Miles Leonard is living in Hassan Whiteside's home until he settles in to South Florida. Leonard was part of a trade that sent Whiteside to Portland in July. Miami plays in Cleveland tonight. Tip is at 6. A few 2020 Euro qualifiers today. Turkey and Iceland will lock horns. France plays Moldova. Portugal and Lithuania will do battle while England and Montenegro face off. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a British news outlet has issued an apology after reporting that a man was dead when in fact, he was not. Despite three independent sources confirming his death, the man is still alive. My new life goal? Reading my own obituary and possibly attending my own funeral. Alive. Two British doctors have broken the record for fastest time to circumvent the globe on a tandem bicycle. The bike ride was basically 219 days in length. Ooh, I feel sorry for the guy who had to ride in the back seat. Gross. Cameras recently caught a man swimming through Venice's St. Mark Square. Flooding is at a 50-year high in the Italian city. And Venice is not a cheap vacation spot, so come hell or high water, pardon the pun, that man was going to see the sights. Now in the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, cloudy, maybe a little bit of rain, and temperatures in the mid-70s. For the best poker promotions in South Florida, visit Hylia Park Poker Room. Come win your share of $350,000 in monthly high-hand giveaways. That's more than $10,000 a day in high hands. Why play anywhere else? Visit HyliaPark.com for more info. Joe Rose Show. They let the ladies take over this morning. Amy Trask joined the show with her great knowledge and what they talk about. Well, what's the deal with Copernick's workout that's coming up this coming Saturday in Atlanta and Miami will be attending? Will he kneel if he gets back in the league? Worried about Antonio Brown? Big three. Big. They showed some ice cube love and 
favorite all-time Raider. Amy Trask going to join us here. She joined CBS Sports Network in 2013 as a studio analyst on the other pregame show, that other pregame show, and she was serving as CEO of the Oakland Raiders since 1997. And of course, because she's on the show now, a proud Cal grad, just like you, Joe. She's a golden bear. Right, And she's, uh, let me tell you, she's big time and she joins us this morning. Amy, good morning. How you doing? Well, before I say hi... Let me begin with Go Bears. There you go. I knew it would happen. That's Listen, why I said it. it doesn't have a lot of pull back here, but but thank you, Amy. There's there's not too many of us uh, back here in uh, the Miami area. Be strong. Be strong. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. All right. Hey, listen, we got a lot to get to. We've been talking about this Kaepernick thing. I don't get it. Please help me out after two and a half seasons why all of a sudden Roger Goodell decides he wants to do this half whatever you want to call it for Kaepernick this Saturday. What were your thoughts when you saw it? A mixture of thoughts. Surprised that it arose at this particular moment in time on such short notice. Hopeful that maybe this was progress in many regards. Perplexed as to the scheduling, the day of the week, again, the short notice, and confused as to who was to do what. Is Colin in charge of bringing the receivers? Is the league in charge of bringing the receivers? What are all the details associated with that? Those are some of my reactions. I guess the other one for me is going to be the interview because there's really one question, if you're with me on this, for a lot of teams, if they are interested, and it goes back to the original one, are you going to kneel? Would you agree? I think for some teams that will be a question. I think other teams have come around to the perspective that it is not, by definition, unpatriotic to exercise one of our most precious, precious freedoms. And, you know, so many of the members of the military with whom I've spoken about this, both current members of the military and those who have served, have said, look, we served or are serving to defend the rights of others yeah. to say and to do that with which we may disagree. So I think different teams have different views. Amy, I just have to ask this because we are talking about the situation. If three, four, five, ten teams called the NFL asking about Colin Kaepernick, if they were really interested in him, why wouldn't they bring him into their own facility on a Tuesday, kind of close doors, not let anyone know, work him out, they like him, they sign him, they don't, they let him leave, thank you for the workout today. Instead of this, this is a circus. The NFL turned this into a big circus. I just don't understand why teams wouldn't want to do it kind of privately. Well, I'll answer that in three ways. Number one, I agree with you that this has been turned into yet another circus. And if the whole goal was to quiet things down and handle things sort of below the radar screen, well, nope, that didn't happen. Right. You're exactly right. My experience in the year in the league over boy, almost 30 years is that teams are scared of doing things that differentiate them. It's, there's a lot of lemming mentality within the league. I, I think there may have been a number of teams, if you are right, that we're saying we want to do this, but we don't want to do this own, on our own, who were simply scared to do it. And I'm not offering that as a valid excuse, simply a statement that teams don't like to differentiate themselves. The final comment is, I think in this day and age, it's pretty hard to do anything under the radar screen. Social media has changed. A, a course, lot of that stuff. Course. I totally agree. By the way, um, the Antonio Brown deal, since he's a, a Miami kid, what's the chances he sees any of that $30 million guaranteed that he's trying to get from the Oakland Raiders after all the issues he had during camp? 
Well, let me start on Antonio, as I always do in this situation. And I receive a tremendous, tremendous amount of pushback for this. And it's okay. Push back all you want, everybody. I'm worried about him. And I'm not excusing his behavior with any of the teams for which he's played uh, this year. I'm not excusing what he's done on social media. I'm not, you know, if he did wrong as relates to the accusations that have been leveled against him, well, then that is wrong and he needs to pay the consequences. But I I worry about him as a human and I would simply say to those who are looking to only criticize him, that if this is a young man who needs some help, and it appears he may, I hope he gets that help. And that is not mutually inconsistent with saying if he did wrong, he should be penalized for doing wrong. I think the likelihood of him seeing that money is very, very, very low. If he sees any, I would think it would be a very minimal portion, a percentage. I shouldn't say in the absolute, it's minimal, it's all a lot of money, but a, a small percentage. By the way, there's a lot of people back here that know him growing up to feel the same way you do. This Good. is outside help that you need to, to to listen to somebody instead of the people that you have around you, including an agent or his attorney now. He should spend a little time and, and get a little help for himself. I, I, I'm with you on that. By the way, a great story. And I was wrong, Amy, and I got to bring it up because the big three, I thought it was going to be a one and done. I thought it had no chance to work with a bunch of the older guys, even with big names or average NBA names when they were done playing to where it is. I couldn't be more wrong. What did I miss that's keeping this thing going and only getting bigger? Well, you know, you said that so nicely. I'm going to resist my urge to be a five-year-old and respond by saying (laughs) neener, neener, neener. Yeah, I like Um, that. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) The the big three was the brainchild of Ice Cube and Jeff Quantinitz, and I point that out because these are visionaries who not only had this view of a league that would be embraced, but work ferociously to make it a reality, and it's an absolute privilege and pleasure to work with them on this. You know, I have long thought Ice Cube was one of the best musicians, of musical artists of, of any generation. Been a fan of his since NWA came on the scene, and I share that because I will let you know, as good a musical artist as he is, he's every bit as good a businessman and works, as I said, ferociously. Look, I understood three-on-three was beloved in this country when I joined the Big Three. I did not realize how beloved three-on-three is around the world. And the Big Three now is getting invitations. We've been asked China, India, Brazil, the Middle East. We've been asked to expand and take our product there as well. And we've got terrific, we've got Hall of Famers coaching this team. Lisa Leslie won the championship. Nancy Lieberman won the championship. We've got Oakley and Gervin. I mean, talent at the coach level, let alone the playing court. I almost said playing field. I still make those mistakes. Um, it's just tremendous. Hey, uh, before we let you go, Amy, because uh, I am a Bay Area guy too, uh, favorite all-time Oakland Raider. I know I have Ooh. one. Who, who's, who's your favorite guy you were around? You know what? You know what? I shared this in the book I wrote. I never, ever, ever, ever say his name, and I'll tell you the story very quickly. The proverbial 53rd man on the roster, we signed him shortly after I joined the team in the mid-80s. And I can't go into the story now. You don't have time. But I made a huge error in the contract. And um, Al Davis called me again. It was my first couple weeks with the team. And I had turned a standard player contract for the 53rd man on the roster into a guaranteed no-cut, no-trade contract. And this young man came back into the office at 4.30 in the morning before his flight out the next day, ripped it up, and signed a new one. And he will forever be my favorite Raider for doing that. That's wow. 
I was going to say Willie Brown because I just thought he was just the total package. This young man was the 53rd man on the roster. I don't know that he ever saw the field. He saved my neck. Wow, wow. I'm with you, Amy. That's that's awesome, Amy. It's great having you. Nice. You keep this up, Amy. I'm going to have to. We're going to have to do this uh, this segment like every week. Thank you so much <laughs> for coming and on start with us each time with Go Bears. Right. Go Bears. Always got to get your cup of Joe in the morning. Catch Joe Rose and the guys, Hollywood, Zach Krantz, Biff, and all their guests weekdays from 6 to 10. And, of course, you can download the podcast for their show, my show, any of the shows here on 560 Joe by going to our website, wqam.com. Wherever you get your podcasts are absolutely free or downloading the radio.com app. Up next, Dan Lebitard, kind of talking, not talking about Colin Kaepernick. The best of the Joe show. Here we go again with the best of the Joe show. Running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hope you're having a good Thursday. I'm Dan Day. If you're looking to have a good night, won't you join me over at Dockers in Dania Beach? Going to be hosting trivia at 7.30. 7.30 Thursday night. That's where I'm at. Hope to see you there. Also, hope you're always listening to 560 The Joe. Special attention paid from 10 to 1 weekdays. That's when Miami's own Dan Lebitard and the Dan Lebitard Show break it down for you. Yesterday, they did not utter one word about Colin Kaepernick. Today, they're not talking about Colin Kaepernick, but they kind of are. I want to point out to the folks listening to this who complained for the better part of 10 years, the better part of 10 years, Dan talks about race too much. We, for a long time, had a board in this room in which we counted how many days I could go without talking race, and it rarely got past one or two. And I just want to point out to you, because I don't think, I'm gathering that none of you noticed it, we didn't discuss Kaepernick yesterday, and we had to be the only damn show on this network not discussing Kaepernick yesterday. Didn't even touch the idea of Kaepernick. We've come a long way. We've reached equality. <laughs> it is now here. We left the subject alone as people argued on television about why isn't the workout on Saturday? Why is the workout on Saturday instead of on Tuesday? Because there's nothing but poison around this entire thing and anything that happens looks suspicious. It doesn't make a lot of sense that you're choosing the day that a lot of coaches and general managers can't go because they have games the next day. It's a travel day for half the teams in the league. It's it's a weird day to choose. Usually the, the league day off is Tuesday. It's also strange that they're not inviting the media, that they're not answering questions about why they gave Kaepernick a take-it-or-leave-it offer and told him, hey, you got to make this decision in a few hours. I don't know how you could possibly, how anyone can possibly sign him. Uh, Mina Kimes had a good theory on Highly Questionable yesterday. She's saying that this might be because a couple of teams are actually interested, but they want the cover. They want the cover of this is a league-wide tryout so they don't have to be out there alone with the, you know, pray for us that the mafia owner of the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> threw at us uh, when they were considering bringing Kaepernick in. It's the only plausible theory I've heard beyond trying to avoid a second collusion case, trying to, f trying to avoid that this is something for show that is designated, hey, get out there so we can show people 
that were actually allowing the ability for you to get back into the league. Part, maybe this is part of the Jay-Z negotiations, too. I've seen that he has had some influence over this. The whole thing is weird. When is he? I've en- seen that reported. It's been reported that yeah. this is Jay-Z. So Jay-Z's influence. Jay-Z's influence is he can get Colin a bogus workout. But it is ridiculous. Right. It's a bogus workout. I'm oh, wondering. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. But why can't a team just sign him? He's a good quarterback. They're interested. They want to sign him. Years. Okay. Mike, somebody called Orlovsky this year. I understand. And, and Josh McCowan did it, too. But, you know, kick the tires he hasn't had to work out for a team so you can't just go out and but sign you can him. work him out whenever you want to if you're not a coward about the publicity i don't have the answers as to that but to call it bogus it, it is a real workout when have we ever seen the nfl take these steps to are just there like, real hey, workouts when coaches it. and general managers aren't going to be there we don't know who's going to be there and who's not. We understand there aren't going to no be coach. any head coaches yeah, we there. We understand that there are no head coaches there, and I don't know how often head coaches actually attend workouts. Do you? I don't know if these are actual underlings or if they're reworking travel plans where head scouts can go out there. There's a lot of unknown here. I don't feel comfortable just being flippant about calling it bogus. And this I and no, I'm comfortable applying cynicism to everything around this. There's a dude who hasn't been in the league for three years, and we can all since you can see very plainly why. Like it's some, you can argue about it all you want. You can. See Sit here and say at every turn, you can sit here and say that shouldn't be allowed in a place of business. If you want to make that argument, you can make that argument. But it ain't merit-based. It ain't because they need to see whether you can play or not. Not with the number of clowns throughout the league playing backup quarterback. Like I think they have to see what what kind of shape he's in, which is amazing shape by all accounts, and what it's like for him to go through throwing drills he hasn't played in. Why can't they do that privately, though? I don't understand why they can't do it privately. I don't understand that because, okay. It's not hard to understand, Mike. They're afraid it'll leak if it's private. It's already leaked out that certain teams are It's everybody, though. If it's everybody, it's covered. One team, man, you've got the Baltimore. What the hell are the Baltimore Ravens afraid of? Do you remember how the owner of the Ravens? Ravens, when Ray Rice's video came out, sat in front of an audience stoic and cool as hell with no problem like you don't bleep with me and he's saying pray for us on the idea of they were considering signing Kaepernick nobody wants to be alone with that one because they demand the toughness of the players of the bodies and when it comes to actual strength cowardice ends up showing in instances like this they demand the bravery of others there is no one willing if there's anyone interested if you're telling me that the report is true that anyone is interested in this that they want Colin Kaepernick they could do it by themselves if they're coming in under the cloud of well everyone's been invited so therefore I can go without uh without attracting any suspicion before we actually sign him it's a great theory because he absolutely Colin Kaepernick did affect business whether you want to put the blame on him or not the ratings were down when all that stuff was going on and the league has rebounded in terms of ratings so yeah they they have their market research they have plenty to fear you may call it cowardice but yeah your business losing money when you're a a successful businessman is going to scare you whether it's just or not and we can sit here and say whether or not his uh value offsets where their data shows that the business has been affected uh we could talk about that and i will hear you on that what i won't hear you on is that this is merit-based i won't listen to it it is not he is not out of the league because of anything that has to do with him being able to play that position you can't have 
the deli line of clowns that they have signed again and again, people who haven't played for years who get signed and tell me that Colin Kaepernick, who in a playoff game against Green Bay, looked like Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he was amazing. It, Twice in playoff it, it, games Who, who got Green to Bay. the Super Bowl with a playing style. Like, if you want to pump the brakes on Lamar Jackson. He's a play away from winning it. He's the guy you, if you want to <laughs> pump the brakes on Lamar Jackson, Colin Kaepernick is the guy to pump the brakes with because he was doing that stuff with a bigger arm. Yeah, than Lamar we're, Jackson. We're quite a ways removed from those performances. Agreed. And he did have a solid last season. My, very quarterback. Tom Brady's forty two. I understand. I understand all these things. Look, I'm not actually. I know Colin Kaepernick, based off of his last season in the league, deserved to be in the NFL on merit. Perhaps even a starter for some teams, based off of that last season. That last season was three years ago. Don't mind there actually being a workout and people having the reservations from just outright signing somebody they haven't seen play in three years. He had 11 starts, 16 touchdowns, four interceptions his final season. Yeah, his final season. And a very quarterback-friendly offense. And he had fallen off and entering that season. I know a lot of people try to disprove this, but the fact is they went with Blaine Gabbert. The only way that you can make the argument uh, without being intellectually dishonest on Kaepernick is that whatever his value is at this point as a quarterback does not offset the amount that he costs you as a business, especially if he's going to be a backup quarterback. But you cannot make the argument honestly that that skill set can't get into a league that has Nathan Peterman in it. You can't. It's not possible to make the argument. Dan Lebetard show us, Dan's We Have to Stick Together. So give me a follow. Stick with me at Dan Day Radio on Twitter. Speaking of Miami and sticking together, Hawk and Crowder, the best of friends, having fun on the radio weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 560 The Joe. We're going to hear from them next on a Throwback Thursday. It's the Best of the Joe Show. Here we go again with the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. On this day in sports history, let me give you one good fact and one not so good fact. First, the good. Don Shula becomes the NFL's coach with the most wins in 1993. A couple of years before that, 1990, not so good. James Worthy arrested for soliciting prostitution in Houston. I'm not touching that one. A couple of great birthdays today. My man Lil Boosie, he and I went to elementary school together. He turned 36 years old together. Speaking of rappers, Obi Trice, 42. Reverend Run and Joseph Run Simmons of Run DMC, 55 years old. Speaking of New Orleans, speaking of South Louisiana, speaking of that type of music, Buckwheat Zydeco, born 1947 on this day, and he died, unfortunately, in 2016. And my all-time favorite artist, see, I'm cultured, Claude Monet was born on this day, 1840, died in 1926. Not dying, living it up, Hawk and Crowder, weekday afternoons here on 560 The Joe, having some fun earlier today, throwback Thursday, fail. Is it Safid or Safid Dean? Set your ass down. Plus, they've got some coke and hiccups. I gave you an entire list of songs for Throwback Thursday, and you come out of the box with this garbage? Hey now, hey now, don't dream it's over. There is some breaking news that we are working. We've got a team of reporters. And the only thing we've been able to glean so far is that Safid Dean's name is Safid. 
And he got little boy. He got little boyed. I just saw a video on Twitter. Now, we're going to get to the bottom of this. At some point, we'll fade this song out, too. God. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> Not bad enough. That's an awful way to start the show. All right, let's give it to DBJ. I'm down with that. <laughs> I don't even know who this is. It's um, Green Day. It's like uh, like Cutting Crew or something. I, I can't. Uh, crowded House. Crowded House. Crowded House. Crowded House. Good night. They didn't make it. Okay. I don't think they made it. I know. I know what makes it. I can when I'm Throwback Thursday. I can give you definitive answers when you say they ain't gonna make it. I can let you know. Yes, they did, or no, they didn't. And you're one of the only <laughs> people in the world that could. So I appreciate. <laughs> it. And I guarantee you, the text machine is gonna light up with no, that's wrong. They had 15 million albums sold, and you know, I'm telling you, they ain't gonna make it. This is interesting. We've got a whole bunch of stuff to get to today, but honestly, before we went on the air, I'm saying. 10 minutes ago, I saw a video on Twitter and Safid Dean, I call him Safid Dean, and Omar has told us just to call him Saf, right? Remember we asked Omar, it was last week, how you pronounce Safid Dean's name. And he said, I call him Saf, just call him Saf. <laughs> how can you say a man's name and say, but I call him? Right, yeah, I call him Saf. I His call mama him Safid. and daddy made that decision. Well, no. Brian Flores called him Safid. Now, I'm not ready to uh, anoint Brian Flores the arbiter of what Safid Dean's name is. Well, today he runs Safid Dean. Holy so. moly. So, I, I don't know what transpired. Are we going to have this sound, do you think? It, it's impossible to hear Safid. Say it slow. I'm doing it like Manish Meta style. <laughs> I'm trying to hit every... Uh, Every angle. Um, and we'll, maybe we can get uh, Safid on the air with us. <laughs> You'll be right if you hit four or five different That's pronunciations. That's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. Down. What did you call him when you had him on? Probably what you just did. <laughs> you know, I'll I move the bar now. Hey, Safid. 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 What's <laughs> I'll put an emphasis on so many letters just to make him comfortable. Turn it into a four-syllable name. <laughs> Safid. Safid. <laughs> so we're watching this Dolphins press conference. It's Brian Flores' press conference today. He's saying something about, you know, you don't want to anoint yourself great after two wins. And I guess Safid Dean from the Sun Sentinel, who covers the Dolphins along with Omar Kelly, I guess he's giggling or smiling mm -hmm. in the little, you know. And, and what's today, Thursday? I would say, by the way, the Thursday press conference is not that highly attended when you're two and seven and whatnot. So I'm guessing, you know, maximum six, seven people in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I even looked... I looked for info on this. I looked at Adam Beasley's account in the Twitter account, Adam Beasley from the Miami Herald. doesn't look like he was there. Like, I, I don't, I'm not certain that a ton of people were there. Safidine laughing would maybe get Brian Flores' attention. And it did. He called him out. He middle school teachered him. <laughs> he did. He go, are we, are we getting the sound? We're working on the sound? Yeah, I'm working on it. Okay, because I, I, I'll play it off my phone, too. If Because yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not trying to just tease it, tease it, tease it. I want to play it for everybody. He's saying something, stops midway through. Through, shoots a look over to his left side, and Safid must have been laughing, and he said, that's funny to you, Safid? And, oh, so you have it now? Okay. And it's all the sound, right? Even Safid Dean giving his explanation that you can't hear. We'll crank it up, but you're not going to be able to hear it. So here it is. This is Brian Flores. He's giving a little explanation and then stops about 20 seconds in. That's funny, Safid? And then he wants an explanation as to why... <laughs> 
love Seth it. Seth, it gives it, and it's not really good enough, I don't think, for Brian Flores, because Brian Flores ends the press conference right after it. Focus on the task at hand, which is preparing for Buffalo and the receivers they have and our scheme and trying to get that right so that we can string them together because the world will make you think that you're this superstar and uh, maybe you are but it doesn't really matter the only thing that matters is the guys in that room um in that locker room i should say and that's funny to you Safid. is it why <laughs> why now here's Safid deeds giving his explanation see if we can hear it i mean we didn't ask flash i come with me so he came up and was unsolicited um and so it's nice to hear you know you want your players to um kind of keep that and even had about everything that's funny yeah okay, okay. All right, um, that's it. Okay, more text in one minute. <laughs> I got to know what happened. He was smiling. Call Safin. I texted him. I got dots, but he never replied to me. So should, I, should we just call him? I mean, no. I mean, get, <laughs> I, mean I don't want to. Uh, no, crank, let's crank yankers him. It's <laughs> like, like we're calling him to say hey and have him on the air. Was that allowed? Hey, you're, you know, you're not on the air or anything, <laughs> Safin. I'm tweeting it. We need Safid. You know what? This recently happened with me and my son. Where you said, that's funny? I had to, like, my, because he was in math class, and our math teacher called us. She was like, hey, he has good, like, he has, like, a 93 in math. He was like, he understands it, but while he's writing notes, he just doodles. So she put a little stamp to a uh, parent's signature, had to sign it, and when I get home, his doodling was two arms and said "Go Gators" in like the Gator chomp. So as a as a as a proud Florida Gator, like I, I and the teacher told me she was like, "Yeah, he did the Go Gators." He wrote it down, and she's here. Hey, Mrs. Serpis doesn't play. So when he gets home, I said, "Let me see your paper. Let me see your notes from math today." I already knew, you know, right, right, right. Years old. You're you setting them up. Yeah, I'm setting them up. <laughs> hey, where's your notes from math today? He gets the big eyes that kids get, but he has a little smirk on his face because he's thinking when he lays his paper on the table, it says "Go Gators" with these two arms in the Gator chomp position. I'm going to be excited because he's seen me go crazy. Which he really should have been. And I had to look at him, and he was—he put it a slit up there, and he's smirking. I said, what's funny? The um, the hands. I said, that's funny? Why? I- I'm sorry. I was being bad. Because it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a really good way to put someone in their place. It's that great Goodfellas scene. Is it Goodfellas or Casino where uh, Joe Pesci's doing funny? Funny how? I'm a clown? I'm a, you know, you know, Goodfellas. Is it Goodfellas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a really good way to disarm someone that doesn't realize the seriousness of something. <laughs> yes. If somebody doesn't realize the seriousness of something, they kind of giggle and, oh, yeah, it's funny. Oh, it's funny? How? And make them when explain. You explain when you what? have to seriously explain why something is funny, it's never funny. No. Because you're just changing it up on someone. So it's uh yeah, and that's just that's exactly what happened to Seffi Dean from the Sun Sentinel with Brian Flores today. Man, Flores two in a row now. Flores getting his little he's getting his little his little swag back. All right, well we're gonna uh we're gonna get Safi Dean or Safid Dean at some point today. I guarantee you. I know Rick Buker's coming up in about ten minutes and We've got a radio game show today, I was told, that I know nothing about. Have you been told about this? I've heard a synopsis. Solana has invented a radio (laughs) game show, but he doesn't want to tell me what it's about, which leads me to believe that it's got something in there that that has has to do with me or I All I know is it's going to be a disaster because he's surprising me with it and he's telling me I'm going to be the host. And then I'm sure you and he had some conversation about it because I saw Carrie Ann, our general manager, in the hallways earlier, and she goes, oh, I see the other two guys on your show huddling up over there. How come you're not with them? I go, oh, there's some 
weird radio game show that Solana is planning. <laughs> I won't give, I'll just I say, Solana, no, no. you, you, I'm daddy, and you cannot fool me. Like, <laughs> you, you just can't. I'll tell you the genesis of that conversation was I walk upstairs, and I go to get me a drink before the show, and Solana and Alana, I don't know what she does. Nice girl, but I don't know what the hell anybody in this building does. I don't know what Solana does. They're telling stories. And I walk up and I'm like, hey, if you're telling a story, I know it's terrible because we know Solana. Solana's stories always end with a dud. There's no punchline to right. any of the stories. Right. We did this and 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 this. And me and my brother ate tacos. <laughs> it's like there's no ending that's good. And he's like, you know what? I have this game show. And it kind of plays into that. I was like, what? And that's when he explained. So, yes, his criticism lead me into knowing kind of what the game show is about. Gotcha. Well, it'll be a disaster whenever we do it. <laughs> I fixed the Safed and Flores sound. Maybe a little better do you want to try to give it another go oh my god this is a terrible joke written all over it too. No, 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 no. <laughs> is it no 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 i swear is, this is just I, I think he might be starting out seven minutes in with just <laughs> awful solana humor go ahead more text and one minute less on film is this so, for real you know you gotta try for to real that oh, okay way and uh and focus on the task at hand which is preparing for buffalo and the receivers they have and our scheme and trying to get that right so that we can string them together because the world will make you think that you're this superstar. and uh, Maybe you are, but it doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters is the guys in that room, in that locker room, I should say. And that's funny to you, Safed. Is it? Why? Uh, I don't know. You, uh, we asked about Shaq Calhoun a couple weeks ago. Oh, you did make I mean, it we loud. Didn't ask okay. about Shaq Calhoun a couple weeks ago. He came up on the list unsolicited. Um, and so it's nice to hear you when you want your players to. He says it's nice to hear that you want your players to focus on the task at hand. That's funny. Okay. All right. Um, that's it. Okay. Tell, uh, tell everybody what Brian Flores really wanted to say to Safed Dean. Safed, that's funny? Why? Well, we uh, set your ass down. What the hell's wrong with you, boy? Over there smiling. You better keep a straight face every time I'm speaking. He wasn't a really little boy, but Brian Flores, he settled down. I'm going to help him out. I'm going to tell Coach, Coach, I'll stand behind you during press conferences. Set your ass down. <laughs> the hell wrong with Take you? Take your notes. Shut up. <laughs> Damn, flip phone. Let's get headlines real quick here from uh, Alejandro Solana. We have some Heat basketball tonight. Heat at Cleveland. It's a 6 p.m. start time. Heat minus four on the road, by the way, tonight at the uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Also tonight, the Florida Panthers host Winnipeg at the BBNT Center. That's at 7 p.m. on the Joe. Yep, excited to see if the uh, Panthers come out firing after that huge victory in Boston. Thursday night football tonight, Steelers at Browns, 8.20 p.m. on Fox. None of the stations, by the way, will carry it tonight because we have Heat, we have Panthers. Uh, that, the Browns, uh, that Browns game is why the uh, Cavs game, why the Heat-Cavs game right. is at 6 o'clock because they're trying to – the, the two stadiums are next to each other and they're going to have so many cars coming in. And uh, What else are you going to do in Cleveland? You're going to one of those two games. <laughs> you know what? I actually want to watch that football game. <laughs> oh, Steelers-Browns? Yes. Me too. I'm fascinated by what's going to become of the Browns. Yes. Like, I'm fascinated on Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry and Baker Mayfield and Mason Rudolph for Pittsburgh. I, who knows what to think? I, I'm, I, I'm fascinated by this game tonight. I, actually, I'll tell you, out of all three games, Panthers, Steelers-Browns, and Heat, Panthers is going to be my first viewing option because I want to see how they come out after that huge victory 
in Boston. Like I want to, I want to see them maintain. Is that a hangover game? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I don't I'm know. with you now. You made me think that might know. be a hangover game. So uh, what else you got, Solana? Uh, that line, by the way, has shifted just a bit. It was two and a half uh, Browns last night. Today it's Browns minus three. So okay. basically at even. Uh, Rashad Jones has been dealing with a cracked rib per Adam Beasley. But Jones expects to play this Sunday versus the Bills. I got to uh, call G5. He expects to play, but uh, Coach Brian Flores is going to tell him, Sat your ass down. The hell wrong with you? We already got two wins. <laughs> Sat your ass down. You know what? I'm a broken rib. You want to feel my broken rib? The no, lump, the, no. all the lumps in my rib. You want to feel these lumps? Don't no. do it. Don't no. do it. You felt my it. lumps. Who I are did you, it. Fergie? Yeah. I, I got lumps, bro. Lump. I got all kind of lovely lady lumps in my ribs from broken ribs. <laughs> I do. When the rib, when the rib mends, it makes a big lump on it. I didn't know G five was missing games from him, but I got to holler at him. What else? Uh, Most he can do is Solana. break off and puncture your lung. <laughs> Tighten up. Tighten <laughs> up. G five. Yahoo Sports latest bowl projections has Miami playing UCF in the Gasparilla Bowl. I would love that. I would. Too. I told you yesterday, UCF just annoys me. <laughs> I would. I and I know that's not an easy game. I would love for you him to go into the Gasparilla Bowl and tell them. Put your ass down will too. and get back to Central Florida where you belong. Go play in that garbage-ass conference. 5A high school conference y'all play in. Get out of here. Anything else, Solana? Finally, scientists may have finally figured out why we get the hiccups. A new study found newborn babies get the hiccups because it helps teach their brains how to regulate breathing. And once we grow up, the hiccups stick with us even though... They do not serve a purpose. That would be an interesting explanation because they don't serve a purpose. Hiccups are, you know, coughing. You're obviously you're clearing your throat. Yeah. You're you're trying to clear an airway. Uh, hiccups, yeah. What's Burps, your favorite you're way? Releasing gas. Uh, hiccups. I. I. There is no uh, no real purpose. What's your favorite method to get rid of the hiccups? Cocaine. Anything else, Solana? I think that about wraps it up. <laughs> you got to scare the hell out of people. That, that, does that, don't you yeah. stare the hell out of yeah, people? Yeah, show them how much blow you can snort in one sitting. You know what? If I start hiccuping and you pass me you pass me a key, that's going to get my hiccups. Oh, what the oh, hell? Whoa, whoa. I got it. Bro, I'm on papers. What are whoa. you doing? <laughs> you got weather or are we good? No, nah, we're good. Hawk and Crowder show. Fun afternoons here at 560 The Joe tomorrow. Going to put together my montage of the week that was for the Hawk and Crowder show. So please, please, please. Listen during the 5 o'clock hour. You should listen to the whole show, but the 5 o'clock hour especially. I actually get to talk a little bit on the microphone. Talk all nice and low like that. Nah, I'm just kidding. Always having fun. If you want to download the podcast for this show, any of the shows that you hear here on 560 The Joe, real simple. Wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, you can download the free radio.com app or go to our website for absolutely free, wqam.com. And if you have any more free time, go to Twitter and give me a follow at Dan Day Radio. I promise to make it worth your while. I'm heading out to trivia at Historic Dockers in Dania Beach, 7.30 is when it starts. Won't you join me? If not, join me again tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, for the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.